0: Hello, welcome to uh, this reading out of my newest blog entitled Rheumatoid Arthritis and Diet. Thank you to anybody listening to this on a podcast. You can, of course, go to the site and read this in text format if you would so prefer, or if you're watching this on the video on the site, then brilliant. You get to see my face and fringe, which is getting rather long at the moment. So we're going to dive into this reading of of the blog, and I hope that you find it useful and clear up some questions for you. Rheumatoid arthritis is a complex disease. Diet is a complex phenomenon. Their interaction is inevitably also very complex. Over the years, I've heard as many types of dietary advice for rheumatoid arthritis as I have had patients asking about it. We will discuss diet for RA in this blog. I have shamelessly gotten the idea and information elsewhere, so please go to the link in the blog for the quiz to see what you know already. For those listening on the, on the podcast, if you just type in rheumatologynetwork.com forward slash view forward slash rheumatoid arthritis quiz and it comes up. Rheumatoid arthritis features in my Rheumatology at a Glance booklet and Clinical Scenarios ebook. You can find those both in my shop. Just type rheumatology.visio forward slash shop into your browser and that will come up. Please do consider these resources both for your own learning and support me to continue to create these blogs and resources. As usual, feedback is greatly appreciated, and any further reading for me please send it my way. You can get in touch with me on the contact page of my website again. Please remember, this blog is not a replacement for clinical reasoning. If you are unsure, get advice. Introduction. Here are some things I have heard over time. Acidic foods make RA worse. I have never seen any evidence for this. Cider vinegar makes RA better. I have never seen any evidence for this. Anti-inflammatory foods, garlic, other types, vegan, etc, etc, help rheumatoid arthritis. I haven't seen any of the evidence for that either. None of this really surprises me. Individuals with RA are as unique as their diets, and I see no biologically plausible reason for people to react in a uniform way to certain foods. Overeating is pro-inflammatory in that processed foods and excessive calorie intake cause increased body fat which release inflammatory cytokines into the system. This may increase disease activity, and reducing the body fat may decrease disease activity, although we all know it's more complicated than that as well. The Mediterranean diet. This diet is the one I see mostly recommended for RA patients. Ironically, they eat tonnes of tomatoes in the med, which is acidic. It is essentially a balanced diet with veg protein. Even, though, even this, though, doesn't seem to have a direct effect on disease activity but probably helps with general health. Other supplements. Meh. I have never seen anything that suggests RA patients should be concerning themselves with other supplementation. Clearly, if someone has something like a vitamin D deficiency, then this needs addressing, but it won't really assist with disease activity. So how do we make a sense of this? It is annoying that we can't specifically help people's arthritis with diet, but it doesn't mean optimizing diet is not important. As mentioned above, a healthy balanced diet will help with the general health. Open brackets, RA patients are a higher risk of cardiovascular disease and have a higher BMI than the rest of the population, Close brackets. Plus protein supplementation may be appropriate to maintain muscle bulk in some. Other supplements are an interesting conundrum. Some people attend or already take them and find them helpful. It doesn't really matter if this is a true biological response or a placebo or even a combination. I have no issue with them continuing. Who am I to take away something helpful? As long as they have optimised medications. Another consideration is financial. Is it a good use of their money to pay for these? It would be a much better use it would be much better to use these money towards a gym membership, for example. I discussed this with them and have come to a ju- joint conclusion as to whether it's worth continuing. Specific foods can be implicated by individuals. Again, this depends on them. This differs if it's an entire food group, like meat their favourite food in the world or a food they couldn't care less about. If it's in the form or two, then suggesting reintroduction in a controlled manner or even seeing a dietician if it potentially has a big impact on health. End. I hope this has been useful. Consider dietary advice but specifics for individuals is definitely a challenge. Let's be the best clinicians we can for each patient by knowing as much as we can. Please give me any feedback that you have so that I can grow and improve. We go into a lot of depth on rheumatoid arthritis on my inlock on my apologies. Rheumatoid arthritis on my online and in-person courses. So please do go to rheumatology.physio forward slash courses for further information. And I'll see you next time on the next blog. Thank you for listening and thank you for spending your time with me. Please do subscribe to the podcast if that's where you're listening so you can get these as notifications into your uh, phone or other device. And please do head to my website to see all the other resources that I've got. Bye for now.